What's up, Jeremy Moyers? Welcome back to another episode of a podcast on Elm Street. I'm Mark. And I'm Brooke. And this week we're coming at you with a 2023 horror film that you picked, Brooke. Yep. Called When Evil Lurks. Sure does. <laughs> um, what made you pick this movie? I think I already have an answer to it, but everybody's talking about this movie yeah uh even like non-horror people i feel like Mm. people are talking about it um heard lots of things one of the most brutal movies in a while uh yeah yeah it's definitely making its rounds yeah yeah um it just released on shutter what last weekend i think i think last weekend yeah yeah I believe that's the only place that it's streaming for free right now, but yeah. Um, yeah, it's been talked about for, I don't know, probably about a month now. I feel like, I don't know yeah. if people saw it at festivals or whatnot, but I, I think that shutter release was its initial release. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a pretty fucking brutal movie. It is. Yeah. <laughs> We've covered brutal movies before, but um, it's been a while, I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember like the last one that was like really well. We did the sadness. That's pretty brutal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was our last episode. So and uh the house that Jack built too. Yeah. Different types of brutality, but yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, before we start talking about this movie, we'll kick off our booze and news. drinking tonight um so if anyone can tell i'm a little sick right now so <laughs> i got a little hot toddy some nice. gin in it with the okay. HM, hmc mug you know very nice gotta rep the rep the fam yep so i'm hoping that helps during the recording and sometimes my voice will crack a little bit if i <laughs> get talking too much things that you guys didn't know is brooke is actually a 12 year old boy <laughs> yeah um i am drinking a founder's original seville orange bourbon sour nice it's a mouthful yeah it is um sarah went to some women's show in ottawa a couple weeks or yeah maybe three weeks ago and they were sampling these and she really liked them and I was nice. shocked because she is not a whiskey person at all. Um, yeah. So she made me buy some. And then she drank it at home and she's like, I don't like this anymore. Like, okay, well, they're mine now. Nice. <laughs> I like mm. them. They're good. Um, Yeah. I know I haven't watched much this week, but what about you? Uh, I've watched quite a bit since uh, I guess. our last recording. If you're sick, right? Yeah. Uh, I did take Wednesday off, so I mean, watched like three movies that day. Um, so I watched Killers of the Flower Moon uh, in theaters. I thought it was really good. Um, not Scorsese's best. I think it needs another watch, but okay. I really enjoyed it. Um, the acting was phenomenal. Story was good. Uh, I want to read the book now too mm-hmm. 
Um, I watched Asteroid City. Uh, I rented it and then found out it was on Prime Video. So. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> um, it was okay. I don't know if I'm a fan of uh, is it Paul Thomas Anderson. Wes Anderson? Wes Anderson, yeah, yeah. Who is Paul Thomas Anderson? I know that name. He's another director that uh, does some movies. That's what um, directors do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wes Anderson. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm like, some of his movies I like, but some I don't. Like uh, the, the French Connection or whatever that one came out last year. I did yeah. not like that one. But then like Isle of Dogs I like. and um, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah, yeah. So It's like yeah. his animated movies are better than his real movies. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I finally watched uh Hugh Sarah the bone woman um I know a lot of people high in this movie but I just kind of thought it was okay mm. um in my review like I wrote like before this movie I did not like bone breaks and stuff yeah but this one kind of like I enjoyed it because there's just every so often and like I mm. got used to it yeah I know it was an interesting <laughs> movie though uh, then on my sick day, I watched uh, Despicable Me 3. Random. Uh, Transformers, Revenge of the Fallen. And then I watched A Haunting in Venice uh, on the came out this year. Uh, I didn't think it was that great. It's kind of boring. How's yeah, it's kind of good. a girl Beth Dutton in it? Oh, okay. Nice. I didn't realize she was in it. Yeah. And then I've been getting back into Gen V. So I got a couple episodes left and show's amazing apparently the the last scene in this season goes into the next season of the boys okay and then the boys season finale for season four will go into gen v season two okay so they're kind of like connecting the shows a bit yeah that's cool need to watch it based on what you've said um as for me i've only watched one movie since we recorded spawn uh and that is one flew over the cuckoo's nest nice uh i love that movie man it's a it's a classic for me um i was going through because like i haven't paid any attention to the imdb or the letterbox top 250 um Mm -hmm. in a long time so i was kind of browsing through that the other night and i was like yeah i haven't watched this in a long time so i'm gonna i didn't have it logged on letterbox just because it's been such a while since i've watched it yeah but yeah it's four and a half star movie for me yeah, it's good. It's it's up there for sure. Um, spent a lot of time reading this week. I got into nice. uh, I was in the Cerulean Sea from T.J. Clune. I oh, fucking yeah. plowed through that one. I fucking love that book. T.J. Clune. I've talked about him a lot to you and to Felicia and Erica. Yeah, uh, he is quickly becoming one of my favorite authors. Nice, very good. Um, so I highly recommend reading that one. And In the Lives of Puppets was his other one that I've read before. Other than that, haven't done a whole lot. Pretty boring week for me. Uh, as for news, I really don't have anything. Like I was browsing through like bloody disgusting and I horror news and shit on Instagram. And there's not really much. Hmm. Uh, we didn't do this on our last episode. So, I mean, like the Terrifier 3 teaser dropped a little while ago. Yeah. Um, it's going to take place at Christmas time. Kind of got yeah. horror fans in a 50 50 split. Some people are excited for it. Other people are pissed yeah. that it doesn't take place at Halloween. Apparently, like 
the first bit of the movie, like Hollywood wouldn't pick it up because it's so gory and fucked up, I guess. What do they expect at this point? Like, yeah, we've seen two yeah. movies of just pure gore. So, um, um, I did see that. Uh, I mean, the movie will probably never be released at this point, but uh, Blade is going to be rated R. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, I hope it gets released. Well, there's just been so many like script issues and stuff like that. Hopefully, not the strikes over. They can figure it out. Yeah. Speaking of the strike, though, uh, Welcome to Dairy got pushed back to 2024 now, mm. which is unfortunate, but it is what it is. That tickle. Um, what else was there? I don't know if there's any Dead by Daylight players that listen to us. Uh, they just released Chucky and um, Tiffany on there as oh, playable nice. characters. I did see the Chucky one. That's cool. Yeah. I don't know if Tiffany's a playable character. I haven't seen any gameplay of her, but I I watched a couple guys play as Chucky. It's it's weird, but it could yeah, be fun. He's just like it's obviously he's a doll, but like in the game, like you have to pick up the characters and shit, and like hang them up on hooks. And Chucky mm. gets this like I don't know, like he like kind of floats in the air and then grabs them. It's like I don't know, it's kind of weird, but yeah. Other than that, I don't have a whole lot. So cool. Hopefully the 4Ks are more interesting. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> uh, so 4Ks this week. We got um, the Hunger Games collection. Uh, Steelbook. Very nice Steelbook. I like that a lot. Yeah. Uh, Gran Turismo. Um, I'm waiting for that to come on to some streaming site because mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, the Guns of Navarone, which I've never heard of, but that's a nice steelbook. Uh, Black Hawk Down, Violent Night, which has still been on my watch list for like a year. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Scarface steelbook, uh, Fargo on 4K, Trading Places, Scrooged, both great movies. Nice. Uh, Witness, which I've never seen before. And American Graffiti. I like the still book. It's cool. Yeah, I like that a lot. That yeah. might be one I actually pick up because I love oh, yeah. that movie, American Graffiti. It's really yeah, good. It's Patina really likes it too. It's basically like dazed and confused style, but like actually yeah. filmed in that era. Yeah. Which is cool. All right. Guess we can get into this movie discussion. in the intro this week we are talking about when evil lurks from 2023 starting off the synopsis in a remote village two brothers find a demon infected man just about to give birth to evil itself they decide to get rid of the body only to end up unintentionally spreading chaos 
Yep. This was a Spanish movie. Yeah, Argentinian. Argentinian. That's Spanish, isn't it? I think Spanish. so. Yeah. Yeah. We're cultured. We know what we're talking about. Uh, this was directed by Damien Rugna. Uh, his only other full-length movie is Terrified, which came out a few years back. Did you ever watch yeah, it? I didn't. I need to watch it. It's fucked up, man. Like, yeah, I know it's on Shutter. Yeah, like it's actually scary. I was it's... surprised, and that cover art on it too is fucking terrifying alone. Yeah. Um, for the cast, I have Ezekiel Rodriguez who plays Pedro. Um, Damien Salomon plays uh, Yimmy or Jamie. Um, Sylvina Savater plays Mirtha. And Luis Zembrowski plays Ruiz. I didn't recognize anything that any of these actors were in previously. Few of them weren't in a whole lot to yeah. begin with. but um, There was three people that played Uriel. Really? Which is the, the rotten... Yeah, at the very end. Well, in the beginning. Oh, that the guy. Rotten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, the guy looked like he came out of seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Huh, that's kind of cool. Looked like it could have been three people all at the same time. They could have, yeah. Just like, stacked uh, them on top of each other. Like, um, was that Christmas movie that we, Krampus? Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's dive into this movie discussion. Let's do it. Um, so yeah, I've never seen a trailer for this movie or anything before, so I kind of really had no idea except for like the plot synopsis of what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, so we gets off going right at the start. We meet the two brothers, uh, Pedro and Jimmy. They hear gunshots, and then they decide that they're going to go out the next day and investigate what it is. Um, and they kind of live in like a remote village thing. Like, yeah. Like they're even out in the woods, like almost like a cabin. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so next morning they go out and they bring their dogs and they find part of a person that has been ripped in half, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, and they think it's a, a puma cat, but then, you know, they notice that uh, it was cut like a, by a blade or something like that. Um, and they find like some contraption that's like gears and stuff like that. And you don't really yeah. know what it is, but it belonged to a, what are they called? Cleaner. A cleaner. Yeah. Which I'm sure in like in this culture, like this kind of stuff, like, is real like they believe this stuff mm-hmm. so basically the cleaner like cleans the person's soul that's possessed kind of like a um like an exorcist yeah exactly yeah mm-hmm. the thing it kind of looks like uh like something that you would see on like an old old ship from like the 1700s or something like that like you know those mm-hmm. well it looked like there was a telescope on it too but it, like I think it's those things that they use to like track their course or something like that. Like it's like a, a oh, wheel okay. sort of thing on a stand. Yeah, yeah. I've seen them before in like older, mm-hmm. like like Pirates of the Caribbean type shit. Yeah, and I like this movie because like the possession part of it is so different from anything that we've ever seen. Right, like we're so used to the standard, you know, priest and all that stuff. Right. Yeah, 
uh without giving too much away my thoughts on the movie this was such a refreshing fucking possession movie for me we've had so many this year right dude yeah and like i bitch about them all the time like i fucking can't stand possession movies anymore because it's always the same thing over and over and over again Mm. and then whenever i heard that this was a possession movie i was like i don't know but then people were really talking about it so yeah kind of open uh i don't know open my mind to it a little bit more yeah uh so they get to um a girl named maria uh maria's house Mm -hmm. because uh they found this like booklet that this guy had or this cleaner had he was going to the house yeah so so what do you think killed him that's what i wasn't sure like was it another rotten that killed him maybe because that's that's what they call the the possessed people in this movie they're called yeah rotten yeah because like obviously a puma didn't do it pumas don't just no. fucking rip people clean in half no um and like you said it was done with a blade like something sharp so yeah so I, someone was trying to stop the cleaner from going to the house yeah. and my best guess is that it was just another rotten yeah yeah, probably. Because I don't think he was Uriel because he was not moving. <laughs> no, no. Um, so they get to the house and she's explaining like she has another son there. I forget what his name is. Santino, maybe? Um, no, Santino is Pedro's son. Oh, right. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so um, they bring them in and She's explaining how her uh, second son um, is is rotten. And so basically the rotten is that they're possessed and like with the devil or demon inside of them. And the mm-hmm. demon is waiting to birth into a physical body. Yeah. And then the first time you see this guy, I was like, holy fuck, that's disgusting. Yeah, he's so nasty. His like belly button is like protruding. He's like big. He's got like pus coming out of his face. Ugh. He's got like these great big boils on the side of his neck like stacked on top of each other. And at one point like he opens his mouth and pus just like drips yeah. out of his mouth like like it would be drool. But oh man. Yeah, it's gross. And it looked um, like he probably weighed about 500 pounds. Oh, he was heavy as fuck. Yeah. And so... They're like kind of freaking out and like asking the mom like what the hell and she says that she reported it a year ago to the the police mm-hmm. and basically the police didn't do anything about it yeah um yeah she's been waiting for this cleaner for a year now yeah yeah um <clears throat> so they get to the police station and you get a little backstory on pedro you don't really get too much on jimmy um but pedro he's clearly had issues in the past with police um especially with his wife so yeah probably something there that happened um and they basically say like oh we're not gonna do anything we're gonna just call public health and see what they do about it so they're pretty much useless right Mm -hmm. um so they go to another neighbor who's in the area who owns a farm in the area, uh, a guy named Ruiz. And um, he's they're talking about this uh, rotten and Ruiz is going on about how like his dogs left a while ago and that 
the state basically planted this rotten in their area to cause famine or just get them out of their area basically mm-hmm. yeah it's like a conspiracy conspiratist yeah conspiracy yeah. theorist yeah yeah um and with Uriel too like they want to shoot him but the mother refuses to let them because uh like shooting them is only going to like piss off the demon it's kind of what i got from it like it, it's just going to yeah. make him spread i think it, yeah, it makes them spread easier Mm-hmm. Um, and we find out later on too that there's like seven rules that you have to follow. Yeah, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so, Shout out to Horror Cafe. Yeah. For their seven rules. Yeah. Uh, so Breeze is going to go to Maria's and he basically is like going to shoot him. But then, you know, she says, like, if you kill him, it will take our souls um, and it will move to. Uh, Imina's belly, which I think is Imina. Is that Pedro's ex-wife? No, that's Sabrina. Maybe that. Oh, that's uh, Ruiz's. No, it's Ruiz's wife. Oh, that's right, because she's pregnant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um. So then Ruiz doesn't do it, and he basically tells them, like, "Okay, we're gonna drag the body away." Mm-hmm. And like this whole ordeal of them <laughs> trying to drag this guy away, it's so disgusting. And like, but they have to, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they try and because he's laying on the bed and they try and pick him up with the sheet, but he's so fucking heavy. And then they're like, oh, it's going to rip. And it's kind of comical. Like it was gross. It was, but it was, it was, it was kinda... like fucking like piss and shit like down yeah. and below and uh... so nasty. And then they finally get him outside and he ends up ripping through the sheet because he's so heavy and he's got like i don't know like festering bed sores and shit all over yeah him. yeah it's gross but they managed to load him into ruiz's truck yeah i don't know how but fuck Good like, he must have been easily 500 pounds yeah definitely yeah um so they are all driving away uh their plan is just to drive for a few hours and then just drop him somewhere so that he is someone else's problem basically yeah uh, so they get about 300 kilometers away and they're like okay it's still not far enough we'll go about another like hour or two and then they get distracted they almost hit a kid mm-hmm. which he shows up later um yeah. at, the, at, the, at the end of the movie yeah um and they go back to the back of the truck and uh the rotten is gone mm-hmm. and a couple of things so jimmy sees in the back like a bullet was it a bullet casing or bullet shell is that what it was that he i think it was yeah but he takes yeah. it with them but i didn't know what like that you know kind of symbolized yeah, yeah i don't know um so kind of get to the end of the movie but you know who cares? Uh, <laughs> do you think the kid on the bike was already possessed? I feel like yes. And that he was the one that, like, I don't understand how that body could just leave, disappear like that. Cause it, you know. Well, I feel like because it was possessed, like, cause um, Pedro has a son who is, uh, I don't know. He's not mobile. I guess we could say. Like he's he, autistic. Yeah. 
but he's like, not he, non-verbal non-verbal autistic but like he doesn't yeah. really walk very well like he needs help walking and stuff like that mm-hmm. um and we see him later on and he gets possessed but like right. he's walking around perfectly fine he's talking he's communicating um yeah so i feel like once this demon gets into them he's able mm-hmm. to make them do things that like normally they wouldn't be able to do <laughs> right right so like does the big guy just fucking roll out and wander off <laughs> yeah yeah but i feel like this kid yeah i i feel like he's already possessed yeah because uh like you mentioned he, we see him later on in the movie too yeah. so i feel like he's there to throw them off course yeah maybe yeah uh so yeah um jimmy kept cut the bullet from the truck but i didn't really understand this sequence in that uh so we go back to ruiz's house and this is kind of the first holy fuck scene uh in the movie yeah. um to actually the cover of the movie yeah which i right? didn't realize yeah me either i didn't realize what the cover was like i haven't looked at it that closely yeah. i thought it was like a person walking with an axe but like the axe facing them yeah yeah that's what but I then after too. i after i saw this scene i was like oh i, I see yeah. what it is now yeah okay. uh so ruiz um, here's a yell from outside and his wife is where the goats are and she's like yelling yelling you don't really see you don't see all these goats and like you don't really see what she's yelling at and then Ruiz comes over with the shotgun and he like shoots in the air all the goats like scatter and then his one goat stays there just like staring at him mm-hmm. and I love this like little like uh, test like between the demon and him yeah. So he like points the gun at his head and it's just like the goat gets closer and closer, like up until his head. Yeah. And just fucking blows it off. I was like, okay. <laughs> and there's out of fucking nowhere, his wife smashes him in the face with the axe. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it took me by surprise. So like I had to rewind it. I'm like, did that just <laughs> fucking happen? Like, holy yeah. shit. Man, that was brutal. I did not expect that at all. Yeah. And oh. it doesn't shine away either. Like, no, you see it doesn't. Blade go into his face, and she like pulls it out, and like his face yeah. like struggles with it as she's pulling yeah. it out. Yeah. Um, and then she just stands there, turns the axe to herself. And this was so brutal, man. Like, mm-hmm. I felt shivers watching this because, like, the sound it made yeah. of it just going in her own eye, and she does yeah. it like four times. And it's like, ugh. Yeah, it was rough, man. Yeah, because you texted me at one point. You were like, "Man, this fucking movie," <laughs> and I had just finished watching that scene, and I was like, "What? The axe to the face?" And you're like, "No, nah, it's after that." I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What could be worse than this scene? But yeah, that that scene you were talking about comes up shortly after. Yeah. Um, so I think the goat was possessed. Like, you think another thing that just I don't know happens to get possessed? Oh, because goats are. Oh, I guess yeah, the black goat, right? Yeah, like Black Philip and the witch, and like goats are known to, I guess, be carriers of possession yeah. or death or whatever yeah. it is. I don't know the full lore of it. Yeah, drag me to hell too. Yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. yeah there you go. Um, so that scene was crazy. Like that mm-hmm. caught me off guard. Um, and. So, who's Maria? Tim Maria, but I don't know who that is. 
Maria is the mother of the big fire. Oh, Maria. Okay. Um. Oh, right, right. So yeah, Maria disappeared. Goes back to the house, and Maria's gone. But the other son is. Uh, no, they're at their own house, and the son comes to their house and says that his mom disappeared. Um. And then he tells them like, don't use electric lights because that's another rule that. I guess the the demon can. I don't know if it attracts them. I don't know if it attracts them or if it allows him to pass through them or what it is. Mm, maybe they don't really explain the rules very well. No, like, <clears throat> like we got the gun rule explained to us, but like the rest of them, mm. not so much. Yeah. Uh, so they let him sleep in like the outside barn because there's nowhere else to go. Basically, Paige was a bit more nicer. Jimmy's just like. No, fuck this kid. Like, he can't stay here, basically. Yeah. Uh, and they leave the house with nothing. Um, yeah. Uh, so they're going to the town to pick up their kids and just get to somewhere safe. Um, so they go to Sabrina's house, who is Pedro's ex-wife. And uh, by the sounds of it, he has a restraining order against him um, with her. And he has, does he have two kids with her? Yeah, the little girl was her new, uh, husband. new husband's, yeah, yeah. Leonardo. Um, so Jer and, uh, I didn't write down the, oh, uh, Santino and Jer. Santino, yeah. Um, so they get there and he just immediately starts getting naked because they have to like, the clothes can like take the demon like with them, kind of. Um, so he gets there, he's like explaining like, oh, I need some clothes. He gets naked and he's explaining to the the new husband, like, you know, I, I it's gonna be hard to explain, but you just need to listen to me, like we need to get out of here. And as soon as you see the dog sniff the clothes, yeah, I was like, that's a big fucking dog, and he is a demon right now. Yeah. And yeah, it was kind of like the, <laughs> the, the same dog is in uh, the sand lot. It, like it's yeah, seemed like a similar yeah, yeah. dog to that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's the two kids and then there is the little girl who I forget what her name is, but uh, she's pretty cute. Mm-hmm. And she is beside the dog. The dog is like in the playroom and the little girl is like beside him, like patting him. And I love this scene. Like it's fucked up. But the way it was filmed was awesome. Just like the cameras behind the dog, and everyone's moving, but the dog is just staring forward. And I was like, that dog's possessed. Yeah. And you see the little girl like playing with them. And I was like, they're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. Okay. And then out of fucking nowhere, the dog just grabs the girl by and the fucking head by the head. And like it shows it, it shows everything. <laughs> Fucking drags her behind the table. Camera goes under the table. You see the dog just fucking going at the girl. It's like, holy fuck. Yeah, it was fucking wild, man. Like, I don't like children deaths in movies. I was okay with this one because I was like so taken aback by it. I know. I was not expecting it at all. (laughs) Yeah. And I was just like, oh, holy fuck. Like, I was in my mind just talking to myself, like, Gene's fucking crazy. Gene's fucking crazy. Like, as if that just fucking yeah. happened. Oh, man. 
Yeah, like this point I'm typing all capitals like holy fuck Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> and poor Santino, like the little boy, he witnesses oh, the whole thing. And yeah. he's just sitting on the staircase, just bawling his eyes out. And um Leonardo's not listening to him. And yep, he's on the, he's on the staircase and he's like crying. He's like telling the dad, that's like what? And he's like, the dog is hurting you know, whoever. And he looks <laughs> under and the dog is like just going to town. And then fucking takes off out the front oh. door carrying the girl with him. Holy fuck. Yeah, that's uh, that was fucking crazy. Uh, <laughs> there's a big fucking dog too, man. Like, oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, so the girl was standing up and the dog was sitting down and they were the yeah. same feet. Yeah. And she was probably like a five-year-old girl, four or five. Oh, like three feet? Yeah. Yeah. Like he was a fucking big dog. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so I wasn't sure what was up with Jair, because at first, like, I was like, is he possessed? Just because, like, how he was acting. But he has he has aut- autism. He's nonverbal. Um, and the, uh, the new husband is obviously chasing after the dog because it's his daughter and Pedro was saying like don't use the gun like don't use the gun to kill the dog um Pedro's like running up and down the streets trying to find them and then he sees the guy uh lean over the dog and shoots the dog a couple times um and then majorly Pedro's like uh we're fucked like he's like we need to get out of here because like it's gonna spread like wildfire now basically right and uh oh the daughter's name was Vicky. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they get back to the house, and guess who shows up? Little Vicky. <laughs> and the mom is like, Oh, are you okay? Are you okay? And it's like clearly not. Are you crazy? <laughs> oh my god. And uh, yeah, and like the little girl looks perfectly fine, like nothing even happened, and it's just like that was the first time we saw someone come back, right? Yeah. So I was I was kind of weirded out by that. And uh then like Sabrina's like hugging her and she's like consoling her, and like the daughter's just like, Daddy's gonna come home and he's gonna kill you. And she's yeah, that's the mother's crazy. just like what the fuck? And she's like, Yeah, daddy's gonna come home and it's gonna be boom, boom. And she like yeah. claps her hands and she's like excited about it. Yeah, and, and the then, mom's like, Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, like hugs her again, <laughs> and then fucking at this point, Pedro's already in his car with his oldest son and Santino. Yeah, outside of the house. Outside of the house, and then just out of nowhere, fucking Leonardo yeah. flies through with his truck and fucking annihilates Sabrina. Yeah, yeah, runs right over her, and then oh. Vicky's just like dancing around the yard, like just yeah. happier than a pig in shit. Man, that's yeah, like this like these 10 minutes of this movie is fucking wild. There was so much chaos in this 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it had me like glued to the screen. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Fucking crazy. Um so Pedro and Jimmy, they pick up their mother. Um and Santino and Jerry are in the back chairs, you know. He just keeps making these weird noises for the whole movie. And Santino was like laying on his grandmother's lap and 
she's like explained to them like all the rules and stuff like that and Pedro's like oh stop saying that stuff to Santino and she's like talking about the lights um the animals um never say the evil by its name I love that she's like she like says the name she's like uh Beezlebub and then she's like oh uh oh or something like that <laughs> it's funny um and then they get to like a pit stop and Jer is like going crazy because he just wants apple ice cream hmm. but they have no money because you know, they're they're not well off um no. so he doesn't have enough money for the ice cream and then he gets a phone call and it's Sabrina that's calling so he goes into the road is calling and Sabrina's basically like you know you can't get far and basically gonna come kill you all stuff like this yeah she said I know where you are yeah and then she like really starts going at him too like mm-hmm uh, like you're a small weak man and that's why I cheated on you all the time and like yeah. you're never a good husband and yeah you end up smashing the phone but yeah but like at this point we obviously know <clears throat> that these dead people can come back so we know mm-hmm. that it's not her yeah well, he knows that it's not her too yeah um so they basically need to get apple ice cream because Jair is just gonna keep like not go crazy but He's not going to be stable, I guess, yeah, until he's he just gets not going to calm up. down. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they are going to uh, a girl named Martha's house, which I I don't know if I missed, but how is she? Is she friends with the mother? Uh, I missed that too, but the notes on IMDb say that she's a friend of Jamie's or Jimmy's. Oh, oh okay. So they go to Martha's house and. She has dealt with this stuff before. Mm-hmm. Um, She's an ex-cleaner. Yes. Uh, she has no electric in her house, or electric lights, I should say. Um, and, yeah, so they're... Basically, all they want to do is get fucking ice cream because they, they're saying how they need to get money, but the money, um, the bank... The money is in the bank until Monday, so they have to basically survive it out until Monday to get the money that they need. Um, yeah, they're like in the car arguing. Uh, Jer shit himself, so they have to like clean him up and just deal with that at the same time. Um, she's saying that she like saw a possessed one before, so she's dealt with them. Jer won't leave the car, so they're kind of like taking turns. Like uh, Pedro stays in the car with him and then he kind of learned that jimmy had relations with mirtha before with sounded like at least yeah yeah so now it's at nighttime and there's someone at the car and it turns out that sabrina she's made her way here but her face is pretty fucked up mm-hmm. it's like fucking cut up and parts are hanging off her face and, yeah uh she of the one scene too because uh um, whenever Jair's out in the car and he's just kind of got his head leaning up on his window yeah. and like the glass is foggy on the window but you can see like a person kind of walking closer to the car yeah. and then she puts <clears throat> her hand on the window and it's just like a bloody handprint as she like kind of walks by yeah Jared, a really cool shot he doesn't sleep either so he's awake during all this right mm-hmm. yeah so she goes into the house and she kidnaps Santino and walk around the house and they chase her up to the top and she 
gets to the balcony and jumps off and they look down and they're not there. She took him somewhere. Um, Jero is locked in the car. So they get her or get him out. And then Murta says that the demon is in Jero because he's acting differently now. Oh, because his uh, hands are kind of fucked up, right? Because mm-hmm. like they say, she says like his hands and feet, they I don't know exactly, but they are like, they're not connected to like the same mind as the demon. So they're all like kind of like twisted and stuff like that. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and she's talking about like that there's like the thing called the birth process, which is how like the demon uh, comes out basically, and that the town has activated protocol. So I think is that to deal with the demon, or is that just like the town is like possessed? I don't really know. Yeah, I I thought it was to like just deal with the demon, but yeah. Uh, so they're going to town, and they're they have to use the lights sporadically. So like they have flashlights, and like in their car lights, they can't uh, can't use their their lights. Um, we get it. So Jimmy and Pedro split up. Jimmy is in his car. And he's going down. He sees someone walking, and he comes up beside them. And you just see Sabrina has Santino, and the top of his head is missing. Mm-hmm. And she's just reaching in, pulling out his brains, and fucking eating them. Like it's a fucking bowl of popcorn. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucked up, man. Like she's yeah. Walking down the street nonchalantly, just fucking mowing into this yeah. kid's brain. Yeah. So he like slowly drives by them and she doesn't really do anything. She's just sitting there eating. Mm-hmm. And then he like stops, lets her go forward again. And then he hits her and crashes into a tree and basically kills her. Um, and then he's going to continue on foot. Uh, they're trying to find her. Sorry. No, he hit her and crashed. And then Pedro is with. Uh, Mirtha, mm-hmm. and they get to the point where they drop the body, and then they basically have to continue on foot to try and find the body because she kind of has an idea of where it might be. And then back at the house, uh, we see that Chair is like talking and like walking like normal, so he's possessed. Um, What's he at? He asked for ice cream or something or tea. He wants. Yeah, some, you know, he's cold. He's cold, so he wants yeah, something yeah. warm like tea. Yeah, and then I don't think do we see the mother get killed no we don't know that she's dead until the very end right um so they get to a school and they say there's a bunch of kids in the classroom and then like mirtha's unsure she's like oh well the rotten isn't here he's somewhere else she can't tell where it is and then they go into the classroom and there's like one kid all the kids are like trying not to speak because they know like where the rotten is but they can't say anything or else i think they'll become like possessed or killed i thought they were already possessed yeah it's kind of confusing because at the end they're definitely possessed right yeah i think they're already possessed and the demons using them to like throw them off the scent because mirtha kind of catches on because the one boy or none of them are talking so then they go back out yeah. and Pedro's like freaking out because 
I don't know if he's got anger issues or what, but he freaks out a lot in this movie. Yeah. Um, and then we see the boy on the bicycle. He comes up and doesn't talk to them. He just walks by and goes back into the school. Yeah. And uh, then he ends up coming back out and tells them that uh, the demon is at one of their teacher's house and he points them in the direction of where the teacher is. And he goes yeah. back inside. And the next thing you know, a little girl comes out and she's screaming at them and like crying. And she said, no, he's lying to you. Like he's not there. He's at my house. Um, my dad yeah. tried to kill him or something like that. So then Martha kind of clues in and she's like, no, like they're given two different directions for us to go. Like this demon's just yeah. fucking with us and he's actually here. <laughs> yeah. Then more chaos ensues. Yeah. So they get into the gymnasium. They find like this, uh, is it lime? Yeah. It's like in the on the floorboard. So they they get there and then they see all like the lime and they figure out that there's bodies buried underneath the stage in the gym. And you see all of like the kids in the classroom coming out, they're like watching them, basically telling them not to do it. Um super creepy. Yeah. They start tearing up the floor, they find all these bodies covered in lime, and then uh, he's saying, oh, he's not here, and then he like pulls up one body, and then he sees the rotten guy in it, and Mirtha pulls out her cleaning contraption, her cleaning contraption, and she's basically like, okay, lifting him up, wait to get him over to this point, and I said, you get to show me the nape of his neck to do whatever it is, but like this guy's like 500 pounds, so like <laughs> Pedro can't do it. Um, it's the then, same guy from the beginning. Yeah, the rotten guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm just explaining um, for the listeners. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, does Martha get killed before he starts? <sighs> Martha, tell, or the kids tell Pedro that there's an axe in the office. Right, yeah, yeah. And he can use the axe to knock out more of the floorboards so they can, like, sit up the rotten guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mirtha tells him, don't listen to them. They're lying to you. They're trying to get us separated. And yeah. what's Jimmy do? Fucking moron. Yeah. Listens to the kids and goes into the office. Yeah. And then the kids end up locking him into the office. The yeah. axe is not there. Yeah. And then we hear Mirtha yelling from outside in the gym. Right, yeah, yeah. And they kill her out there. Yeah. It was a fucking pretty brutal death, too. Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, so Pedro gets back in there, and basically, he's had enough of this. He just takes the axe. Or no, he takes the uh, the cleaner thing, right? Yeah, like the telescope part of it. Yeah, and just smashes the fuck out of the rotten's head, like... Mm -hmm. A bunch it's fucking disgusting yeah um and then basically he's sitting there you know he's defeated he's not dead but he's just like oh, i give up basically yeah and then you see this kid come out of the rotten covered in blood naked and you know evil was born yeah and uh jer is alive still he got his apple ice cream <laughs> um and then Pedro gets Pedro and Jimmy get back to the house and uh Pedro gets uh like cleaned up and stuff and then but he still has 
because when the kid came out of the run, he like put his bloody hands on Pedro's head and like marked him. Yeah, he put like three lines on his yeah. forehead. And Pedro cleaned up and showered, but he still had the markings on his head. So do you think that he's kind of marked for like protection because he's the one that birthed the the demon? Maybe. I was wondering if it was that or if he was like the next one to get impregnated. Oh, maybe. Yeah. So Jared's still alive. Um, he got his apple ice cream. Yeah. Uh and Pedro's starting a fire in the fireplace. Yeah. And then uh, JR starts um, choking. And so the camera's focused on Pedro, but you can still see the shape, like the distorted shape of JR. Yeah. And uh, he starts choking. And then Pedro tells him, like, slow down. He's not really looking at him, but he's like, slow down, eat it slow. Mm. And then he turns around and we see that He's got the spoon hanging out of his mouth and he's like coughing and choking. Yeah. And Pedro goes over and he takes the spoon out of his mouth and he's still choking. So he kind of reaches his hands or his fingers into his mouth and then like blood starts coming out of his mouth. Yeah. And he starts reaching in more and he pulls out these clumps of hair that are all covered yeah. in blood. And then eventually uh, her necklace comes out too. Yeah. The mom's necklace. Yeah. Yeah. So he ate her. Yep. Um, there was one point I, I don't know, I wrote it down, but they fed something to pigs. I was going to free Ariel and then oh yeah. Someone ate some of it. What was that? Was that about? Well, he said uh was it his father? Oh maybe. He killed his father, chopped him up and fed him to pigs, and he said that he ate some of the body as well. So uh, Jamie finds Uriel's possessed brother who tells him he killed the original cleaner four days ago, devouring him. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He also reveals he did the same to his mother the night before and alludes that Jamie's mother has suffered the same fate. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Basically, evil one. Mm-hmm. Doesn't happen very often. No. Would you accept a sequel to this movie? If it's from the same director and like the same two guys, like if it follows Pedro and Jimmy. The same story? Yeah. Yeah, I think I could. Yeah, I agree. It'd be interesting to see like what happens to the world now that this new evil has been born. Yeah. Because you just see like the uh, the the devil baby just like walk through the grass and all the kids start following it, right? Yeah. Maybe this is the start of Children of the Corn. Maybe. <laughs> no, but it'd be it'd be interesting to see like what the mark on his forehead meant. And like <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, see what happens with the child now. Yeah. Because he's like he's born as like maybe an eight year old, ten year old. Like, yeah. He's kind of a big kid. Yeah. Um yeah, I I think I'd be okay with it as long as it followed the same story, it had the same director and mm. actors for these two guys. I think I'd be okay with it. All right. Well, anyways, that's the way the blood splatters. There's a lot of it. Yep. All right. How did you rate this movie? 
Um, <clears throat> quality, I'll give it a nine out of ten. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought it was a really well-made movie. It was really gorgeous. The cinematography was awesome. The the uh, special effects and the practical effects were done really well. Um, some brutal kills. Uh, the acting was really good um, by everyone. And uh, yeah. And then story, I'll give it an 8 out of 10. Um, I thought it was a really solid possession movie. And there was a few like, I don't know if I'd call them plot holes. It's just like kind of unanswered questions that like only the director probably knows. Yeah. Or even like watching on a second watch, maybe you might pick something up. Um, I liked all the characters. I wish we got some more backstory and more than like just Pedro. Like, wish we got more Jimmy as well. Um, I thought they covered a lot of basis with this world and the different kind of possession of like the cleaners and and all that stuff. So, nine out of ten and eight out of ten. Nice. Uh, we actually have the exact same scores. Nice. Um, yeah, my quality, I give it a nine for all the same reasons as you, like just the effects in this movie and like the wow factor and like all the fucking holy shit moments that were in this movie. Yeah. Um, I think it was really well done. It was really well made. The actors for being not like big name actors, like even in Argentina, I don't think like they did a really good job. Uh, Pedro was super believable as like just a guy that was at his fucking wits end and just like yeah. angry with everything, wanted to save his family, and just like nothing was going his way. Um, and, like the score and the soundtrack was really good too. Like I don't know if you watched the yeah. the end credits at all, but like there's no, a sick much. ass song at the end of it. Yeah, okay. It was, like a, it was like a sick metal song. I need to find out what it was. Um. But yeah, like even the kids at the end, like in that schoolhouse, like those kids were really good actors. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, nine out of ten for quality, and also obviously an eight out of ten for the story. I already brought it up, but like this was such a refreshing take on a possession movie. Like, this is one that we've never seen before. It had its own um foundation, like it didn't take from any other movie that we've seen before, me personally, anyways. Um, yeah. It just felt like a whole new original idea, which is not something that we get very often anymore. Mm -hmm. um, there was some like moments where I was kind of like really pissed off with the way that like the story was written and like yeah. certain decisions and shit like that. But yeah, I mean, it was still a really, really solid movie. So I'm happy we got a good possession movie finally. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so 9 out of 10 for quality, 8 out of 10 for story. All right, you guys know our scores. Let's head on over to Rotten Tomatoes and see what they scored it. The critics' consensus. A hard-hitting horror film whose surface-level frights are just as engaging as its thematic concerns. When evil lurks, marks a viscerally unsettling addition to the possession horror canon. I can agree fully with that synopsis or with that uh, consensus. Yeah. So based on that, what do you think the critics scored it? I'm going to go 93. You're close. 99%. Jeez, on how many ratings? 95. Wow, okay. Yeah. 
Jesus. Um, an average score of 7.8 out of 10. Yeah. Because this, I was looking at the, uh, on Letterboxd, they have the, the top 100 horror, whatever it is. And mm-hmm. This is on it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the audience score surprised the shit out of me, <clears> though. 57%. Less than 50 ratings. Which kind of blew my mind, because, like... I mean, it is pretty new. Yeah, but nor I guess critics get, like, screeners and, like, early access and shit, so maybe that's why. And not everyone has Shutter too. That's true. But, like, I don't think I've ever seen more critic reviews than audience mm-hmm. reviews. Yeah. Um, but it had an average score of 3.4 <clears throat> out of 5, or a 6.8 out of 10 for the audience. Pretty close with Letterboxd. Uh, Letterboxd has a 3.6. Um, I give it a four and a half out of five. What did you give it? I gave it a yeah, four and a half as well. Four and a half, okay. Um, I'm not sure if any of our friends have watched it yet. Uh, Slash and Captain gave it a four out of five. Um, Anthony here be monster gave it a four out of five. Jensen gave it a three and a half out of five, and that's it so far. Yeah, I mean it's pretty new, so yeah. Probably should have put a spoiler tag at the beginning of it, but whatever. If you follow the horror community, you know it's a new movie. That's very true. All right, you ready for the scare section? Yes, sir. All right, what did you give it for a scare rating? Scare rating, I'll give it a... Based on first watch, I'll give it an 8 out of 10. Okay. I think it would go down on my next watch because those two kills that happened in this movie caught me mm-hmm. off so off guard. Yeah. So I think that raised like the, the scare rating. Um, mm-hmm. Brutal movie. There really isn't like that much that happens in like the kind of like the third act, but just the, some of the kills and the special effects just were crazy. So eight out of 10. All right. Uh, scariest scene, man. I don't know. There's two scenes that just did not expect. Everyone, you take, I'll take the other one. Okay, <laughs> I'll go with just like the axe to Ruiz's okay. face, and like that, those two kills, like, did not see that coming. So, we didn't talk about it, but like, do you think Ruiz's wife probably wasn't possessed, right? She was just doing it to stop. Yeah. Stop the progress, right? Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. Idris was pregnant too. That's yeah. fucked up. Fucked up. Because she didn't want to be the one to have to give birth to. Oh, yeah. Because, like, that would have fucked her baby up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and when I survive, uh, I think I would be smart enough to follow the rules. So I'm going to say yes. What would you? The rules, like, they weren't that hard to follow. Like, no. Basically, like, don't use electric lighting. Don't shoot them with a gun. Don't say their name. Don't pay attention to a possessed person. And we saw all that happening. Like, because, like, uh, Maria, her son was possessed for a full year, right? Yeah. And nothing happened. Yeah, exactly. Um, For me, the scare rating, uh, I'll give it a six. 
six out of ten. Um, there was that shock factor, and like we saw two kids get killed, so that that raises it for sure. Um, yeah, but also like it was very unsettling because these demons are very um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Not manipulative, but like they can pull the wool over people's eyes really well. Like at the end, like we know that Jair was possessed, but like he made him yeah. look like he was back at his autistic state, right? It's like, true. yeah, I didn't think of that. Uh, cunning, I guess maybe is the word that I'm looking for. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like it could be anybody, right? Mm-hmm. As long as it's not someone walking down the street eating a kid's head. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> um, my scariest scene is uh, what was her name Vicky? Yeah, the little girl. Yeah, her kill that fucking threw me for a loop, dude. I was not expecting that at all. Like I said before, like I rewound the fucking movie, f- go back and watch it again because I was just like, yeah, I can't believe that I that just happened. And it was also quick and like that was another thing too that I didn't mention in uh, in my review, but like the camera angles were really cool in this movie. Like, oh yeah, like the the angle underneath the table for one, and like whenever they're in the car. And yeah. uh, there was one scene too. Whenever, well, whenever Jimmy uh, ran into Sabrina and smashed into the tree, like the way that the camera panned around and stuff, it was just, yeah. I don't know, it's really cool. Uh, so yeah, that was my scary scene. And would I survive? I think if I made it to the end of this movie, mm-hmm. uh, yes, I do think I would survive because I would have listened to Mirtha, um, who is an expert at this. And not gone and left her to go find fucking axe. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, just follow the rules. Yep. Um, but yeah, needless to say, I'm very happy that you picked this movie. Uh I remember you texted me and you're like, dude, this movie's coming to shutter. Don't watch it right away because yeah. I'm picking it for our next movie. Yeah. And I was pumped. Like, yeah. I was really excited to watch this movie. I know it was hard waiting that full week to watch the movie because it came out last week yeah i debated yeah. watching it twice but oh really like i debated watching it the weekend that it came out and then just watching it again but yeah but anyways um ben from xhr texted me yesterday and mm-hmm. nancy has requested us to do a movie okay uh, it's one of her favorite movies. Um, it's called Magic from 1978. Magic. Mm-hmm. It's streaming on Tubi. I've already checked for us, so we can okay. watch it. Um, I've seen pictures of it before, but I've never really paid much attention to it. Well, that's creepy. Yeah, it's got our boy Anthony Hopkins. Wow. Very young. And uh, Burgess Meredith from Rocky. Hmm. but yeah he says it's one of her favorite movies and she really wants to hear our thoughts on it the thing about ben and nancy he's directed by richard attenborough yeah that was another thing too but that was cool um the thing about our relationship with ben and nancy though is that like i've made them watch a lot of really shitty movies for their podcast Mm -hmm. so i'm in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, like, is this just a dog shit movie that they're tricking us to watch? Um, yeah. But we'll find out in two weeks. 
All right. So, yeah, she really wants to hear her thoughts on it. So we are going to oblige. Cool. I guess that wraps it up. Yeah. Stop talking. Give your voice a rest. Yeah. See you sucking on a lozenge. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you guys want to catch us on social media, you can find us at a podcast on Elm Street on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Um, if you click the link in our bio on Instagram, you'll find links to our T Public account where we have our merch. There's also a link to our Discord's or a link to our Patreon account if you want to support the podcast that way. And there's links to our individual letterbox accounts, our Discord server, and anywhere you can listen to us. Thank you for listening. Yep. Thank you, Brooke, for picking this fucking awesome movie. Yeah, you're welcome at any time. <laughs> That's what you're here for, right? And uh, yeah, thanks, guys. We'll yeah. talk to you soon. Feel better.